Welcome to Gab Talk, where we provide tools, tips, and techniques to help your life and business be easier, better, and faster. Thank you so much for joining us for this very special episode of Gab Talk Success Tips from Experts. It has been our great honor and distinct pleasure to interview these amazing experts and bring them to you. And we hope that you find value in each of these episodes that we have been sharing with you. In this episode, we thought that we would take a moment to review from each of them the question, what book influenced you? Thanks for listening. Else Johnson. It's the book, All the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. And of all the parts in that book, what really sort of stood out to me was if you end up in a waiting place, I don't know, do you remember that? You know, waiting for a bus to come, a phone to ring, and this to happen, and that to happen, right? And I just felt, isn't that the story for so many of us? We just like, oh, when I have this next client, when I get this house, when, when, when? And we, we're always looking at things to happen outside of ourselves where we actually have to be the center of what happens to us, the fuel. And that book was just like, it was like hitting me like a ton of bricks saying, don't get stuck there. You know, because as you said, you know, 98.9% sure you will succeed indeed. <laughs> Mr. Marty Green. So one of my favorite books of his is called Everyone Communicates But Few Connect. And it kind of gets to the heart of what I was talking about, which is <laughs> I had an early relationship where we spent most of our time talking across each other and not and not really connecting. And that really led to, to failure ultimately and disappointment and sadness and pain. So John wrote a book called 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And I started reading that. And the first law is to know yourself, you have to grow yourself. And to grow yourself, you have to know yourself. And if you start from that premise, well, now all of a sudden that allows you to grow. And so the, I've, I learned those 15 laws. I practice them every day. And I found that by doing that, it'll, it'll enable me to, to learn an unlimited number of things and use that curiosity to really to grow and develop as a person, which has enabled me to become more prosperous in all kinds of ways. If you deal with a person who's difficult, you can still get through that conversation if you understand where they're coming from. What we, right. what we learn is that everybody has their own map of the world. And if you start out by realizing that they're coming from a completely different place than you are and why they might be, well, now all of a sudden you can get along with somebody that maybe you weren't getting along with so well before. Now, the other great book that he wrote was 21 Invaluable Laws of Leadership. And from doing that, he wrote a book called The Five Levels of Leadership. And that, that's one of the key things. And that is a lot of you hear people talk about leadership and they don't necessarily they think it's because of having a position, right? Having having a position of authority. And that's really only the first level because that doesn't require any buy in from the other person. Right. If you want to become a real leader. You have to, and of course, if you're leading and you turn around, nobody's following you, you're just taking a walk in the park, right? right. <laughs> so how do you become a real leader? Well, having a real leader means getting buy-in from the other person, which means having to have emotional intelligence so that they feel like you care about them. And when you think about it all, Gab, when you put it all together, it's really all about energy, right? Yeah. So 
We really, you're only going to be, people are only going to be attracted to you if you have a high energy level. And leadership is about having a high energy level. And part of that is feeling really good about yourself and being confident, but not cocky, right? Right. But also being, having emotional intelligence and being very humble. You asked me why I latched on to John Maxwell. That's because he is a supreme leader. But if you read any of his books, he's not telling you his own story only through his perspective. He's telling you about how other people have succeeded. And he's very humble. And that's why he's he's expanded so much his his own leadership. He's not he hasn't fixed in one place. He's always growing and always changing. And there used to be only three levels of leadership. He he through his studies he figured out that there were five. So yeah. it just goes to show you, even with somebody who's written a hundred published a hundred books, there's still room to grow. Lots of it. Jan Roberts. There's influences, but uh, when you ask that now, one of the things that stands out straight away, and that was I, I briefly mentioned already. At 17, when I decided that I could not live the rest of my life uh, the way I was doing. And they say that when you shut one door, another one opens. And that door came in the form of a book. Somebody handed me my first personal development book, and it was called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I cannot tell, begin to tell you how much of an influence it had because to this day, personal development is a, a daily habit that I've taken on board. And, you know, the, the journey from, from being bullied, I think we talked about it as well, how, how you also, also had uh, challenges. And it doesn't change overnight, by, by no means. It's, it's a journey. It might be simple, but it's not easy. But we need to persevere. We need to dedicate ourselves to it. And that book really got me started. So I'm thankful to this day for that book. Jackie Cote. There, I just recently actually read this book called The Big Leap. And The Big Leap talks about having these upper limits and how much are we willing to receive joy and love and where we stop ourselves from success or money. And that limit, we don't, we, we, we sabotage ourselves at that point when we've like this line that we've created, right? Yep. And I've discovered after reading that book, I discovered some of the limits that were created by one of my biggest influencers was my dad. My dad came from Canada to this country, didn't speak any English on a third grade education because he got pulled off and had to work the farm. And when he came here, he created a construction company of his own. After working for some other people, he saw the opportunity to become an entrepreneur. So I got to see this amazing, you could do anything mentality through my father. But then the other side of that was I watched the business go through everything from people working for people and them claiming bankruptcy, him not getting paid, watching a million dollar year go down to like a bankruptcy himself personally, watching a family member put something into like destroy our business, which created that bankruptcy, like all these things that were struggle, right? So I created in my mind that entrepreneurship is a struggle and it's got to be hard and it's scary and it's not safe. Even though I want to tell you out of eight kids, I'm the only one who had that entrepreneurial spirit my entire life. I knew I wanted to go into entrepreneurship, but I was just like, mm-hmm, you know, that, that like, oh, it's scary. Right. Yeah. And then I just, I'm just so blessed that this opportunity came across and like, I was awakened at that point to go, uh-huh, this is it. This is the time. And it doesn't have to be a struggle. The struggle's not real. And it gets to be done with ease and grace. Mr. Ben Spangle. One of the greatest influences in my life is Bob Proctor. Uh, and as you know, Gab, uh, Bob passed away a few months ago. I believe what that man did for the world in terms of helping people raise their awareness, understanding of their mind, understanding of how they're creating results was massive. And it was certainly that for me. So I came across his work again in my early 20s. I was probably uh, maybe 23, 24 when I first started to study it. And it blew my mind because I realized, oh, that's what's happening. That's why I keep sabotaging myself. That's why things aren't, I'm doing the stuff, but yet I'm not seeming to get the results. 
And right. so I got into lots of study with Bob, massive influence, could not recommend his work enough. Uh, I think he's one of the great teachers of all time on how to create the life you want. Shift in your paradigm for sure. Yeah. And, and a paradigm for those of you, if you're, if you're not aware, what is a paradigm? It's a combination of all your habits, basically your subconscious habits that are producing your results. And to be yeah. able to shift our paradigm to change that, if we can change the paradigm, if we can change the subconscious set of programs, we can change our external results. Robert Nahas. As a kid, I really didn't like reading. So I was the unlikely or accidental writer, really. And I picked up, it was, it was part of our English reading. Uh, I would think it was a choice I had. So I, I, I read Mutiny on a Bounty and I could not put that book down. And it was mm. just so fascinating to me. The experience that people had on the ship and Captain Bly and, and then the, you know, Tahiti and and so forth. So I just became engrossed in this story, uh, which was based on truth. I think that that had a big part in, in where I am today as a writer. Jessica Koch. I would say that I am constantly involving on who is influencing me at the moment. Yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with where the stage of the growth and development of my company is. I think I'm pulling a lot from that. And right now at the moment, these books were written by two totally separate authors that have nothing to do with each other that don't correlate, but they go together like peanut butter and jelly. And the first book was called Systemology. And mm -hmm. the, the other book is called Fix This Next. The Fix This Next system and process helps you identify that key thing you need to focus on in your business for that moment, where mm -hmm. Systemology helps you develop and identify the system that you need to build in order to fix the problem. So they go together like a symphony, like music. It's fantastic. So I'd say building systems and creating processes and identifying what to focus on is the biggest influence for me right now. Daniel? Yeah, the book is Black Hole Focus by Isaiah Hankel, who I've gotten to know him over the years. It just happened. This book came out about the time I was going through that existential crisis. I, had, I was post going through that job post-divorce and trying to figure out what life was all about. I had started writing fiction under another name. Hmm. I had created a full social media profile for that other person and through it all his meme gets shared it's the most shared it's it is now the most shared meme on facebook ever and discovered he wrote a book I'm like this sounds kind of interesting read the book and it was the platform for me moving into living my life and creating a business out of it molly welch i read the book on fire by john o'leary and it was about a child who got 99% of his body burned and how he overcame that and kept going on. And it just brought a positive outlook to me. And I thought, if he can do it, then so can I. Miss Catherine O'Leary. I, I mean, I love reading. I, I will read almost anything put in front of me, but I really got a lot out of Think and Grow Rich, considering mm -hmm. that it's a book that was, you know, developed in the 1920s or so. A lot of that information, it's, and, and it wasn't called mindset at the time, but being a corporate warrior is one thing. Being on the entrepreneurial side is completely different mindset. You have to get your mindset right. And that is, that's where Think and Grow Rich really kind of helped me think through what that mindset needed to be um, because it is it is a flip the switch conversation. Mr. Tony Stark Polici. You know, there's there were a lot of books that I read when I first got it got started as a copywriter. 
some of the books that are still recommended, you know, Tested Advertising Methods is one of them. There's a whole slew, but the one that I was talking about to you is by Eugene Schwartz. And the title of the book is Breakthrough Advertising. Now, Eugene Schwartz may have been the most successful copywriter ever. And his book really delves into human psychology, understanding your market, understanding products. And the thing that I really related to the most about Eugene Schwartz was he used this term. uh, I didn't discover this until quite a few years into my career, to be honest. But he used this term that I thought I coined. You see, as an actor, I studied something called method acting. And that is where you basically take on the life of your character. You live as that character on and off screen or on and off stage. Well, he used the term method marketer. And I thought I coined that, you know, years earlier because I used it in describing myself. It's like, you know, I'm a method marketer. What I do is I go in and I become your actual target market so that I can write to the person because I understand what they are, who they are, how they, you know, They live, they breathe, they sleep, they eat. And in reading his book and hearing this term, I really just uh, developed an affinity for him. That book is brilliant. It's very expensive. It's not a $20 book. I think if you can find a copy, it's going to cost you at least $100, maybe a couple hundred. But uh, Eugene was a brilliant copywriter and marketer, and anyone can learn so much from him. How are you handy? I have read the book called uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. He's the author. And what really inspired me in that book was something that talked about habits. And as a mom, I do that all the time talking to my daughters as a mom, as a mompreneur. It even helps us in our business. Why? Because habits actually are a pathway to success. And changes might seem very small and unimportant in our lives at first, but they actually compound in time to bring us the results that we desire, that we want. So we do have to stick with our habits for years. And that's what I tell my kids, like develop your habits. And to mention, I myself went to a Catholic convent school when I was in kindergarten because my parents believed in habits to cultivate these habits to help us reach where we want to be. Absolutely. So that's why this book is very dear to my heart. And I love how it shows that path is important. Trajectory is important. Making systems to those goals are important. Like goals are anyway important. Yes, you should focus on it. But how you get to those goals that is what this book talks about. So it's a it's a regular practice and routine that is important. Hey, thanks so much for watching. We hope you got value today. We want to give a huge shout out of gratitude to our contributors. Please make sure you click the subscribe button below and don't forget to click the bell up above to get reminders when we add new content.